You're listening to a Sin podcast. You can listen to this show live by tuning your radio to 90.7 or online at sin.org.au. We at Represent would like to acknowledge and pay our respects to the traditional owners of the land on which Sin operates, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sin Media respectfully acknowledges their ancestors and elders past, present and emerging. We would also like to acknowledge the traditional custodians and their ancestors of the lands and waters across Australia where our content reaches. Sovereignty has never been ceded, it always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Kids should go to school. That's what we're committed to. Why do we want it? Why do we want it? No! I haven't flip-flopped. I said no originally, then I said yes, then I have said no and I've stuck to it. I didn't need to do this. I've already done a lot of war for the election. The English fought a civil war over this matter, over this matter. Don't deal with the nuance of the Canberra bubble. I don't know what to do with it. We have so much money. What we want is more learning in schools and less activism in schools. Issues that perhaps may be controversial today, but 30 years from now, your children, your grandchildren are going to be thankful that you stood up for what it was right. Represent. 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 You're listening to Represent. Babe, wake up. Represent time. Oh, my God. Welcome to the show. Yeah, no bridie today. No bridie today because she's ditched us. I know. For Dalesford. What the hell, bridie? If you're listening, we're not happy. No, no. This is a disgusting betrayal. (laughs) We did consider calling her up. We did. It, we could still do it. We could still do and it. That, I wonder if she's heard. If we give it 10 minutes and she doesn't say anything, Bridie, we're calling you. Bridie, we're going to call you live on air. And if you don't answer, we will be even more upset. We're going to put a timer on for 10 we're minutes. Gonna, we're going to put a timer on for 10 minutes and we'll try and call Bridie. And, and ask see. her opinion on our uh, matters for today, which uh, are the... What are our matters for today, The uh, cancellation of the Commonwealth Games in regional Victoria. Just in Victoria in general, just, I think. Mel- yeah. Is it just oh, in yeah, regional well, they, Victoria? Because it's not happening in Melbourne either. It won't happen either. in Melbourne either. Um, Big stuff and, just dropped this morning. Yes, and... And we've got the uh, Fadden federal by-election that Ooh. happened on Saturday. Yay, another, another by-election. How many have we had this year? We've had too many. Br- <laughs> <laughs> it's too many. Too many. I, I lost count after the first one. <laughs> Well, but, um, we only expected there to be one interesting thing happening this year. But yeah, but no. um, surprisingly for this one, Liberals took it home. Yeah. Well, I good, feel like good for them. Yeah, good for them. It was good it's nice them. to see a Liberal victory. I feel like yeah. they've copped it a lot this year, so not, it's nice not to a see shocking them. Liberal victory. It's not. It wasn't a shocking one, but still, a victory is a victory. And I think in the world of politics, you can't be picky on your victories. You know. Yes. So I think it's. Yes. I think take anything you can get, and I think they should be quite happy with what they've gotten. I think so. But yeah. Yeah, we, we will we will head to a song and then get right into it. What are, what are we listening to? Sunflower. Yay. Woo. I love that song. Yeah. Let's let's get into it. And apologies. I'm still new to panelling, so if there's She's just doing random great. silences, just It's intended. Where have you gone? It's the artistic direction of represent that we're taking it in this episode. Yep. <laughs> All right. We're back. What's going on? Well, I'll tell you what isn't going on. 
The Commonwealth I'll Games. tell you what isn't going on in 2026. Like, well, well, they are still happening. Well, they are still happening. As but far as we know, well, I mean... You never know. You never we know don't what's going to happen in 2026. That's not conspiracy theory. That's just freaky philosophical. Well, we never know. Well, what do we know what's not happening in 2026? <laughs> well, specifically where it is not happening in yes. 2026 anymore. The Commonwealth Games were announced this morning to no longer be occurring in 2026 in rural or now metro Victoria. Just, just Victoria, in Victoria in general. Outside of Victoria, possibly. But... Well, probably. Again, too philosophical. <laughs> we will not have Commonwealth Games in Victoria in 2026. Which has been something I think a lot of people have been, like, waiting for. Like, this yeah, was sort of Victoria's next big event. Olympics, we have... We have, it's okay, it's okay. We, we have the we discount have Olympics. Swift. We do have Taylor Swift. Queensland can it's never okay. take that away from us. They did want it. And they almost <laughs> they got did it, apparently. Want it. I don't know. Apparently. Yeah. Um, Queensland can't take it away from us, but Ticket Tech certainly can. Yes. <laughs> oh. um, well, yeah. what's happened? The what? games were deemed by Premier Dan Andrews to be too expensive, with a two point six billion dollar original allocation in the budget. Uh, it has been recently calculated to be between six and seven, and possibly more. Whoa. Billion. This is billion dollars. Six to seven billion dollars to. Uh, make all of their, what they're calling the legacy builds, so um, okay. upgrading stadiums and making new stadiums, which will exist and continue to exist in uh, rural and regional areas in Victoria. So that was great um, for, it was great for publicity of rural areas, but six to seven billion dollars is a lot of money. Um, I'd love to see how the costs actually ballooned to between six and seven billion dollars because that's not just like a double or no and that's not uh, that's not just inflation that there's got to be something else going on there they haven't they haven't well when did they actually sign up to hosting it um i'm gonna look it up right now yeah commonwealth games 2026 because it must have because it must have been a while ago right i feel like did we announce it i don't i feel like i remember it happening no, I think I just remember the Queensland getting there. They were very loud about getting the Olympics. Okay, Jan- Rightfully so. The Olympics are amazing. February 2022. The bid was successful on April 12th, 2022. Because yeah, it was originally... That. They were struggling to actually find a city to host it. Yeah. So Victoria was sort of like a very last-minute sort of step in. Oh, look at us. Heroes. Not anymore. No. Not anymore. The 2026 no. Commonwealth Games are just absolutely cursed. Well, what's Dan Andrews been saying about this? What's What did he say this morning? Because it was very sudden news, I think. It was very sudden. I turned on the radio this morning, and the first thing I hear is the Commonwealth Games are cancelled, and I'm like, wait, forever? What? Jeez, what did they um, say no, on Twitter? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how, did, how did the games get cancelled? No, but anyway, yeah. That is why you should listen to the whole report and not just the first line and go, ooh! Cancelled well, forever completely. Well, I was uh, as I was saying to Naya before the show, I was at work this morning at 6am and I see the Slack notification on my phone. We chat on Slack, we're professional like that. Yeah. And um, where Naya was like, I'm going to talk about the Commonwealth Games. And I'm like, I don't think the Commonwealth Games are on at the moment. <laughs> and then I like... Well, ha- they won't be. <laughs> they won't be. I had the little ABC News app on my phone and I scrolled down a little bit more in my notifications on my break and I saw it was cancelled and I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, so there was a long press conference this morning. Yeah. We heard from multiple people. Oh, I just <laughs> That's heard... the Bridie Cole right, timer. Let, 
We'll we do will, it after we'll, this. Yeah, we'll, we'll do, do it, it after, after this. this. So, Bridie, quick text in. Um, so Save yourself the trouble. <laughs> Dan Andrews said, um, quote, it's too much for a 12-day sporting event. Um, and on on those, those prices and whether it'll go up, he said, quote, I cannot stand here and say that I have any confidence that that even $7 billion would appropriately and adequately fund these games. So... Again, it's a question of when. When did they realize, like, realize it was going to cost more? Well, I guess it's like a government sort of like projects. Like, well, I guess it's a bit of a stretch to call this a government project, but you know what I mean. Yeah, um, yeah. I, you know what I mean. It's like they always do sort of have that reputation for sort of blowing up in budget a little bit. Um, so I guess it's no more su- expensive. Exactly. So I guess it was no surprise that it was going to cost more than two point six billion dollars. But how they got to the seven billion dollar figure, I'd really love to know that. Yeah, um, I would. I would love. To, I'd love to have been in that meeting if the meeting had really just occurred and someone went, actually, yeah. it's not going to cost that much. Like, was it a shock? Um, yeah. However, the uh, original cost of a bit over $2 billion will still be uh, put into regional and rural areas in Victoria with upgrades to sporting premises that were going to be uh, a part of the legacy build. So that will still happen, That's um, good. which will be great. Uh, and there will be a regional tourism fund. So okay. get the people out there because there were going to be heaps of people. Um, and there'll be support for community-based sport, which will be also very nice. I I have only participated a little bit in community sport, but Ooh. my brother communicate, communicates. Communicates? <laughs> my brother participates in community sport, um, and so that'll be great. And uh, a $1 million boost for, quote, social and affordable housing right across regional Victoria. I just liked the way they wrote it, so I better quote it. That was, that was um, from Dan Andrews, which is estimated to build uh, 1,300 new homes across Victoria. So Can I have go. one? Can they give sure. me one? Yay! That could be a great giveaway. We will yeah. give away our home. Represent giveaway live on air. Oh. Call us now with the represent secret sound and you could win. And just in case you didn't realise, this is a joke. This is a joke. We're not actually... We don't have a number you can call. But, no, um, we don't, do we? We don't, which is a bit sad. I feel like it'd be, we'd be the perfect show to have that. Yeah, although would we also be the show where people would like call up with like strong political? Probably, they, they but that's what yell. would make it entertaining. It would. It'd be great. But you can always tweet us you at can. Sin Represent, and we will look at the tweet. And you can thread us as well. I don't know. Is I don't that know the how right? That works. Uh, is that the right word for I it? Know. It's we're on Instagram Threads now. On. That's also, owned by Instagram? Yeah, it's owned by Instagram. I thought it was just... I had to Google it, it because there's threads in, in Slack. In Slack, you have threads when someone yeah, calls no. you. And so when Bridie was like, let's make a represent threads, I was like, oh, there must be like, we can just make one long thread in Slack. <gasps> no. No, it's like Sorry, the new Bridie. Twitter clone that made by Instagram. Oh. Oh, actually, I did hear about this because someone was like, oh, they're just copying. They can be done for you know, I, all social media platforms. It's just kind of a less... It's just kind of like a version of Twitter not owned by Elon that's kind of like where the UI is a bit more ugly, in my opinion. Ah. But it's just like... I have to download yeah, this. Fun. But yeah, we're also on threads now. At Also at SinRepresent, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it will It will be. But yeah, but um, I don't know. It's really cool that they're still putting the money into um, developing those regional sporting premises. Yeah. And but yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it, is, it is a good thing. But yeah, I think it's, it's really good. 
there's still people who don't like it. Well, I think, like, this sort of, like, putting the Commonwealth Games in regional Victoria, I think it was always about a lot more than just the money. Yeah. Because it was like this would be an event that really put regional Victoria on the map almost. This is why Tasmania should have should have gotten it because they need to be put physically back on maps. They do need to be yeah they do. They're not part of Australia. They they're their own country. <laughs> they're, Sorry Tassie. They're, they're still liberal, right? When's their next election? I think I searched this every they're, week. They're minority liberal. We discussed it on the show like a while back. Yeah. They're minority liberal in their next elections in 2025. Mm. But um I'm very interesting. But I want it brought up. I think it'd be a fun election to cover. I think it would be. But um yeah, I feel like it was always so much about so much more than just like funneling some money into regional yeah, Victoria oh, to develop absolutely. some stadiums. There's so but- much culture and and well, I mean they're using the word legacy a lot. Mm. And there will be. Well there would have been. Because the whole thing was like, I think um, Dan Andrews said, it was about giving regional Victoria this sporting legacy that they could then carry on and host more major events there. And especially because it's so easy to get to regional Victoria from Melbourne, especially with V-Line. The drives aren't that long. We're not that big of a state. We're probably we're the smallest one right aside, like geographically aside from tasmania okay, right? I, was, I was just wa- just waiting for that last bit well tasmania yeah, is not part of australia are. so it's like <laughs> but um I, i'm joking but um so it's like it's so easy to get around to regional victoria and this was always more about uh more than just the money it was about giving regional victoria this attention um and these massive events that would help fuel its economies as well organically so it's kind of a shame it's nice to see them still put the money into regional victoria Oh, three. What does three mean? Bre- We're the third, or technically the fourth. We're the fourth. You forgot about the Australian Capital Territory. They're a territory, oh, not right, a fine. state. state. But yeah, I um. So yeah, it's nice to see them still put the money in. I think because it sort of shows that like they're not just like it's not just about like. Oh damn! We need to save two point six billion dollars right now. Let's cut the Commonwealth Games. I feel like it is sort of like a sign that's like, yeah, this budget really has ballooned a lot more than we thought it would, and that's not going to work. Yeah. But we still can provide the support to regional Victoria. But still, it would have been like, I think it would have been a lot of fun to like hop on a V line, go to um, I think there were going to be some events in like Gippsland or something. Yeah. Represent live from the Commonwealth Games. Represent live. Come from on, the Commonwealth another stage. Pick it up so we can go to it. Well, hopefully it'll still be in Australia. Yeah. But um. But will another state that picks it up, will they give the same attention to their regional towns? Or will it just be in the capital city? Because I think when you think of Victoria... Well, when you're outside of Victoria, when you think of Victoria, you think Melbourne. Yeah. It'd be really cool if these Commonwealth Games could have boosted regional Victoria and been like, when you think Victoria, you think Melbourne, but you also think like Bendigo, Ballarat, Mildura, um, Gippsland... Um, all these rant, Barnawatha, big town, love it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been through there once. It was nice. Um, it but was yeah. nice. And I think um, Melbourne International Film Festival, which yeah. I've been looking at recently, they're going to be doing quite a few showings in regional Victoria, which it's is really so nice. Good. So it's like, it's a shame that this big thing that regional Victoria we're going to get is just kind of not happening yeah. anymore. And I can imagine that a lot of sort of like the, maybe the local business owners in those areas and even the residents, they're sort of have it feeling like the rug's been pulled out from under them. Yeah, well, every athlete who is like, I can perform to my home crowd, people who don't want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars to get overseas. People who don't have the time or the means or even, like, people who are restricted, like, medically from yeah. travelling. Yeah, they They could have just walked 10 minutes and seen their child or their relative or something like that um, compete 
for their country. Yeah, it's. I mean, I mean, it, and it has gotten criticism. The decision has gotten criticism from that that point of view. Yeah. And um, John Pesuto said, "Quote the friend of the show, John Pesuto. <laughs> yeah, he was on here, guys. Yeah, listen on on Spotify and or Apple, Omni or Apple and Repo- Omni. We've got the link in our yep. bio on Instagram at Sin Represents. Yep, on all the podcast receiving platforms. All the good podcast receiving platforms. It was actually another one platforms. the other day. Um, but he said, quote, the cancellation of the Commonwealth Games is hugely damaging to Victoria's representation. Repu- I'm just going to start that, that uh, word again. Rewind. Reputation. I just want to say represent. Um, <laughs> reputation as a global events leader. And that um, he, he called it a betrayal of regional Victoria. And I mean... Strong I, words. Strong words. Oh, I'm about to break into Hamilton when you say that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that hasn't happened in a while where someone says something. I'm like, and I could go right into a Hamilton song. Just get into it. We're yes. not going to have a song break. Naya's going to sing for us. Exactly. That'd be Maybe. so fun. Um, and, well, I don't have Bridie here to play the trumpet. To, so. I, I was a big drums player when I was younger. And there by player, go. I mean I would, like, just smack them randomly. <laughs> and I think it would be like, damn, I'm, like, so good. But, yes. no, it was probably horrific. No, we need Bridie here for we the trumpet. We have room for a drum kit. That corner, I'm pointing across the street. We theoretically the do, yeah, that's now. true. Anyone wondering? Good, 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 good ideas. Yeah, got some yes. good ideas. Represent yeah. band. Represent band. <laughs> what isn't represent at this oh, point? I know. But yeah, strong words from Pseudo. Yeah. And I don't think it's t- entirely untrue to say it's sort of a betrayal to regional Victoria. Yeah, and I imagine a lot of people in regional Victoria would feel that way. Because what are there really that many major events that rural Victoria gets? I guess, like, music festivals yeah, sometimes. Yeah, they get... I mean... Because where else are you going to host a music the, festival? Yeah. You can't really do it in Melbourne. No, it's at the discretion of lots of performers, too, to do regional. I think Marina Pryor is doing a regional tour. Oh, I think yeah. it's regional because I didn't see anything in Melbourne. And so I was like, must be. I'm yeah. going to see her. Regional areas do get a lot of comedy tours sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but, like, that's, like, once but in a feels, blue moon. Yeah, it feels like these are things that... They, they don't have... I mean very few things that come to regional areas anyway have worldwide attraction. Like the Commonwealth Games like would. Commonwealth Games, yeah. Yeah. Well, do we know? Because Queensland, of course, has the um, Olympics coming up in... Was it 2032? I yeah. think it's 2032. Yeah, 2032. Are they spreading their events out regionally or are they focusing it's on Brisbane? Southeast Queensland. Okay, but that's just really Brisbane and the Gold Coast. Yep. So, that, so no is the answer to that. Um... Come on, give Far North Queensland some love. What are they doing? It's 2032. Let's have a look, see if there's anything about it. Yeah, Brisbane and Queensland. What a... So, yeah, Brisbane and the Gold Coast. What a surprise. I can't imagine. I'm going to have to go up there. Uh, Represent Trip 2032. Represent Trip. Represent Um, has so many plans. Yeah. You guys got to stay tuned in for some big stuff. To to see what it would be like, because... I feel like I've always thought of Brisbane as a very quiet place, but it'll... I've never been. Brisbane is surprisingly quiet. Um, (laughs) Take my word for it. But I wonder, I mean, whoever picks it up has already lost a year and a half of planning in their own town. Oh, yeah. And so you'd think it'd be someone already preparing for a big sport event. You know who that sounds like to me? That sounds like Queensland. (laughs) 
So um, will Queensland so who step knows? up? We'll double whammy. It'd be interesting because I'm guessing because this only just happened today. I wonder if they've got any other sort of areas that are sort of in talks to maybe take over yeah, 20, 26. I, I haven't seen anything. No, the only thing I saw was someone uh, talking about, actually, I wonder if I've got it here with me, about how Tasmania won't probably... Uh, yeah. Um, who said... The, Tasmania Prem- Premier Jeremy Rockliffe said... We can get a lot of things done in Tasmania, but setting ourselves up for the Commonwealth Games in 2026 now in 2023 is a stretch. Yeah, fair um, enough. Yeah, so, I mean, that shows they're still interested in maybe hosting it one day, and that'd be pretty cool. I think it'd be great for Tassie. Well, I just wonder what's going to happen, because they were already struggling years ago to find someone to host 2026. Yeah, and for it to fall through like this. Yeah, and now, like, the last resort option, which was sort of like the last-minute bid from Victoria is sort of like a saviour bid, yeah. um, that's now fallen through. So who's going to take it? It doesn't look like there's a whole lot of options. No. There's... Especially because, yeah, again, Victoria was the only bidder. Yeah, and, I mean, we're going we're gonna to hear more both about um, Labor's plans in Victoria for that money and hopefully where it will be. So, you know, we'll, we'll have to make a brief update next next week on... We will. ...what has happened. Any any closing remarks on this one, or do we reckon we've we've uh, captured the... Really. It, it was a big story that big broke story, just yeah. this morning. Thanks, Keep an guys. Keep eye out for it. It's interesting. Um, and Anthony Albanese just said it, it's Victoria's decision. Yeah, um, he doesn't really have a whole lot to do yeah, with that one, which, does I mean, he? It is, it's, not, it's not a federal... It's not issue. a federal thing. It wasn't an Australian bit. It was no. a Victorian bit. I wonder so. if they have any power. Over the, I don't know. It's very complicated. I, I can imagine they could chuck some money at it, but if Victoria's yeah. only willing to put up $2.6 billion... Dollars, every other state would say, well, what well, about exactly. our sporting events? Yeah. It'll yeah. be interesting. We're going to keep an eye on it, but let's keep our ears on a song now. The, what song have oh. we got, Naya? Let's see. Um, I've, we've got I'm Not Your Punching Bag. That's a good song that I've totally heard. <laughs> but we're going to hear it now. to hopefully play. It, I believe in you. You've got this. Thank you. Let's go. We're back. Welcome back to Represent. And yeah. we are, as promised, we're going to try to give Bridie a call. She's in Dalesford right now. Yep. So actually, she might be the one with the bad reception. She might be the one with the bad reception. reception The Sin Studios are not exactly the greatest for reception, but we're going to give it a call. I'm going to hit the call button now. We're going to see if she answers. Okay. It's going to be quite funny. What are we going to ask her? We're going to interview her about... Don't know, but I've just dialed the number. Uh, Hang on. I'll just see if I can turn that up. If you hold it right up. It's kind of quiet, everybody, but Hello, that's... Hello, this is Bridie. Hello, Bridie! Bridie! <laughs> Hello, who is this? What? It, oh, wow. You are, uh, wake up, Bridie. It's, it's represent. represent time. Oh, my God. Hey, guys. How are you going? Wait, good. Just, just a heads up. You are live You're on live air. on air right now. I'm live on air right now. Well, do you want to talk to Bailey, too? Do you want to be live on the radio? Sure. All right. <laughs> Hello, you're on speaker. <laughs> So um, this is Freddie and Naya. They're from my radio show, um, and they are live on the radio. Hi. <laughs> Did you guys run out of material? No, no, we just... <laughs> it was maybe. actually a check. <laughs> it was checking to find out if you were listening in. So, yeah. you know, we, we did warn uh, you. Unfortunately, I am not because I am in Mount Franklin camping. Well, oh. that's a bit disappointing, Bridie, not dedicated to the show. 
Well, it's actually part of my research on um, conservation and conifer forests. (laughs) Which you're definitely coming with a segment on next week, obviously. Exactly, right. Well, that's good. That's awesome. Good. Okay, well, what are you I talking about today? We, 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 just talk, we just talked about the Commonwealth Games, and we're just about yeah, to talk about the... the thought? Um, the thought is, it's a shame. But, um, it's a shame. It's a I shame agree. it's gone. But, uh, okay, there we go. We've got Bridie's take. Yeah, we've got there Bridie's we go. take, and... We're just about to talk about the Fadden by-election, so that's going to oh, be fun. Oh, nice. Very exciting. Feel- oh, well, I guess you can't tell me the feelings, because you haven't felt them yet. We, we're so. not gonna, we can't spoil the audience. You should no, just be listening no. if you want to know. Perfect. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy camping, and we will not bother you anymore. We'll not bother you anymore. We're amazed you picked up. We didn't think you were going to. No. Oh no, I definitely will because I've you know not all my friends are here yet. So if they're calling me to say I'm dying, I'm oh. going to pick up. Well, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Enjoy your camping trip. All right. Well, I'll send you guys some photos. Hell yeah! All right. All right. See, see you later. Have a good show. Bye. 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 <laughs> I'm amazed she picked up. That was incredible. That was. That, there we that, go. That was our that was our other EP, Bridie, yeah. who ditched us this week, in case you haven't been listening to the whole show. I know. How dare she? No, that's okay. I have done the same thing many times. But you know who didn't get ditched this week? <laughs> the Liberals did not get ditched by the voters of the federal seat of Fadden on Saturday, yes. because well there done. was, surprise, surprise, another by-election. And find out how many there's been. There's been too many by-elections Two, this year. Three. Um, we had Aston. We've got Warren. Di- well, okay, are we doing federal or are we doing state? Yeah, just overall. Just overall. How many by-elections is in Australia generally? I don't think there's going to be like a stat for that. We can Google. That's the only problem. Twenty twenty-three. By-elections in twenty twenty-three. A simple guide to three polls on twenty. Ju- oh wait, no. Hang on. Mm. That's in England. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> But anyway, while Naya looks for that, the Queensland federal seat of Fadden had a by-election on Saturday, which is very exciting, and it was retained by the Coalition. What? Well done. Good they work, are guys. keeping something. It's night. This is probably this would be the first by-election they've won all year, I believe, because they had some pretty upsetting losses this year with by-elections, yeah. especially and Aston. That was the main ele- one that oh, hurt for them, and just just generally yeah, in the last year. Generally. But yeah, so it's... So props to them for holding on to it. It's nice to see them take out a victory. So Fadden is based on the Gold Coast in Queensland. It's a federal seat. It was previously held by Stuart Robert, who handed in his official resignation in May. Uh, I believe we read he was linked to RoboDebt in yes, some way, yes, potentially. I he heading up the... Yeah, he he announced his intention to resign on May 6th, but didn't give a date of when it would happen. He also, most notably, did not travel to Canberra for Budget Week, although staff were seen packing up his office that week. That feels like something out of a television show. I know. know, Just that, that, like, half-shot door and staff in the office. Exactly. So it was sort of like a... I guess it was a sort of scene thing coming... So yeah. he handed in his resignation, which of course triggered a by-election, and the coalition easily retained it, uh, which is cool. The uh, what's his name, Cameron Caldwell, who was the LNP uh, representative for that seat, the new MP, and he was also the Gold Coast City, a uh, Gold Coast City councillor. He beat out a field of thirteen candidates to win the seat, and he won quite easily. 
Well, that, you know what, win, take a win. Nice to see, nice to see. It's always a bit of fun because um, Fadden has always been a very safe liberal seat. Yeah. Uh, since its creation, it has always been held by the Liberal National Party, except for one period of Labour resignation from 1983 to 1984. I would love to have been there for that. That would have been... For, for those two years specifically? Yeah, just, just there. I'd, th- I'd like to see who was in before and why did they not stick around. Why, why, why'd they go so fast? Yeah. <laughs> where'd, where'd, where'd they go? But yeah, so... Cameron Caldwell was faced up against by Letitia Del Fabro of the Labour Party, who clocked in at 22.1% share of the votes. Cameron Caldwell won with 48.9%. Following from that, it's a pretty... It's mainly just the battle between Labour and Liberal, of course. Yeah. But then we've also got One Nation candidate Sandy Roach, 8.9%. She came in third. Um, the Legalised Cannabis Party uh, representative Suzette Lichen, sorry if I pronounced that wrong, 7.4%, then the Greens candidate Scott Turner at 6.2%. Everyone else is just kind of independent candidates um, from there. So it's not exactly a surprise that Fadden was won by the Liberals this this past Saturday, because it's always sort of been that safe Liberal seat, and they've always held it by a pretty significant margin because especially their 48.9% to the Liberals, 22.1% to Labour. Not a surprise. In the two-party preferred, it was 63.1% to the Liberals, 36.9% to the to Labour. It was a growth of 2.5% for the Liberals. So they went up wow. in, this federal, in this federal by-election, which is probably the only election where they've seen that happen, honestly. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that that's good, possibly shows for the person like um Cadwell. Yeah, exactly. That, that's a general liking of him. Do um, we think it's going to sort of fuel liberal going forward in the year? They're going to be like, yeah, this is the start of our winning streak now. Yeah, I feel like it it will depend how they react to it because if they take it quite graciously, you know, take a win where you can, um I think it'll set them up for a good attitude towards them overall. But if they take it too much in the, we've won this, here is our victory march into everywhere else, I think it might be a bit risky. Might be a bit risky to sort of go in with like a cocky attitude almost. Yeah, which, I mean, uh, they, they, it's not not untrue to see on the mainland that they're struggling with seats. Mm. Um... And so, I mean, do celebrate. Like, they deserve to celebrate. They they held on to a seat. Um, but, yeah, make, make sure it's, I don't know, gracious. Fair and, enough, and yeah. And keep, keep moods well. Well, they were, they were celebrating on Saturday. Mr. Caldwell said uh, shortly after claiming victory, he said, quote, we are a party that must return to government in order to restore the faith that Australians have in government keeping their promises. Right. Peter Dutton also weighed in, saying the victory in Fadden was because people were, quote, fed up, end quote, with the increasing cost of living pressures, which was a main sort of component of his by-election campaign, which I think is a pretty good angle to take, all things considered. I understand that, but I wonder whether, like, and I don't think there's any way to find out, if that actually is why they, like, they retained the seat, or... It or just simply legacy? people will 
keep voting Liberal there. Yeah, it's sort of legacy. It's like they're rusted onto voting Liberal. When something changes, I think you have more evidence of this was an election because, you know, it won because of this, that and the other issue. Yeah, pretty much. So the Labour candidate, Letitia Del Fabro, again, sorry if I pronounced that wrong, she said she was proud of the campaign she ran. She said, quote, We knew this was always going to be an uphill battle, so I guess it has always been an important message to the LNP not to take the Gold Coast for granted. Even though the Labour Party did lose a few percentage points in the two-party preferred, it was an uphill battle and they slid down a little bit. Gracious losers. Yeah. We see a lot of that. Actually, that that's something I think that I like about elections is people who who lose a seat or if the the party who loses, they often lose graciously. And there is even things like um, you know the the outgoing prime minister or premier will call and congratulate the incoming. Exactly. There's there's something nice. There's a culture of accepting accepting your losses and celebrating your wins. Yeah, pretty much. So it's nice. I guess, like, you can't really afford in politics to lose, to be a sore loser almost, really, can you? Yeah. And you can't afford to not be, like, a gracious winner because you've got to sort of maintain that positive image and especially sort of in the Liberal Party at the moment, that is a very important thing they need to be focusing on um, because especially because they just haven't really been having a great year. No. Um, so, like, of course, they're going to sort of, they're going to make it look good, right? Yeah. But it'll... I, th- I think it'd be nice, it's, it's nice for the Liberals to sort of have this victory and hopefully they sort of give this, it gives them a little bit of a boost because it's been a bad year for them and it'll be interesting to see how it shapes up. The um, a Speaking earlier on Saturday before the votes were counted and Caldwell was considered the winner, a Gold Coast MP and senior coalition figure, Karen Andrews, uh, relationship to Dan Andrews, question mark, probably not, um, said she was always confident that Caldwell would be successful, which seems to be sort of what was just the general attitude around that seat. Um, no surprise, considering it's always just sort of been that safe Liberal seat. Um, but I guess it's sort of comforting to the Liberals to know that, like, they have had a few sort of shock losses, especially with Aston. Yeah. Um, so it's like to see that they're not slipping completely, even in a state like Queensland, where it has always sort of swayed a bit more to the Liberals, um, even though they are Labour now. But they've always sort of been a bit more liberal than sort of the other mainland states, I think, especially us here in Victoria. Um, I think they'll find a bit of comfort in that, to know that they're not slipping completely. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's very good. Exactly, we've taken we've, we've taken a trip all around today. Yeah. We've gone from Victoria to Queensland, and now nowhere else. Nowhere else. <laughs> we discussed Tasmania, mentioned the Australian Capital Territory. Did we say the words New South Wales? I'm sure we did. No, I don't think we did. I don't think we've mentioned New South Wales. Okay, the western side of Australia the, the, is not <laughs> acknowledged today. The, the, it's, it's East Day today. It's East Day. It's East Day. Do we want to pop onto another song? That is a very good idea. And then uh, when we come back, we can chat a little bit about tax returns. Woo-hoo! Very exciting. I hope you did yours, and if you didn't, do it in the song right now. Or you'll find out you should probably do it at the end of July. Yo, Okay. Interesting. Spoilers. Well, I've already done mine, so too late. But what's yeah, the song? Too late. <laughs> uh, petrified of doing your text return. No, that is not Fair the song. Enough. It's just called Petrified. We're back. We are back for our final segment. Yes, you that can't, was my quickest transition. You can't afford to miss this one. <laughs> Do you get it? 
I get it now. Do you get it? I get yeah. it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tax returns, because it's the new financial year. Ta- Welcome to 23-24. We were just saying, I've done my tax return, but Naya hasn't. And no. this year was the first year in my entire life where I've actually paid tax. That isn't, like, GST 10%, like, scraped off things. Like, I actually paid tax this year. Well done. And, um... Gross. It was... It well was, was kind of sad. It, it, it was nice because it was like, wow, I made enough money to pay tax. But then I was like, I paid tax. Have you seen Friends? I have not in its oh. entirety. Have you seen early seasons of Friends? I'm going to be honest. I think the only episodes I've watched are, like, random ones, right. just playing, like, on the TV okay. sometimes. Well, to our dedicated Friends watchers in the audience... The dozens audience, of them. The dozens. <laughs> the the <laughs> dozen less of them. Yeah. Whoever... Or, or this might just flop, so no one may get this, but there's yeah. this great moment where Rachel gets... Spoilers, so turn it off for the next two minutes if you I'm don't sorry, want spoilers if you're worried in the about first spoilers season of Friends. You've Friends. missed the boat on that yeah. one, really. Um, she gets her first paycheck while she's living with them. And and she gets it out and she goes, wow, it's so much money. Wait, who's this? I don't know what it's called in America. Who are they and why are they taking all my money? And there's this great <laughs> representation of the shock of having to pay tax. Um, anyway. I had that, Come yeah. back if you didn't want spoilers and now you can. Because when I did mine, so in case you don't actually know how to do your tax yeah. return, um, this is not professional financial advice, but basically if you don't have a MyGov account, get yourself a MyGov account. It helps. It's really easy to sign up to MyGov. Then you can link your ATO account to your MyGov account. You don't need to make an ATO account. You just kind of link it. Um, you can either... You, there's two ways you can do it. You can either verify yourself online, which didn't work for me when I did it. I don't think it works for a lot of young people because I don't know anybody that has been able to successfully verify themselves online. Um, so I think it might just be a young person thing because they don't have enough data on you um, to do that. But what you can also do is you can also call the ATO and verify yourself through that, and you get a linking code that you then plug into MyGov. Well, there must be a lot of information on me out there. I, <laughs> did you do it? Yeah. Oh, wow. I thought I did. Maybe it's because I, I didn't mind when I was anyone. like, I don't know. Hmm, interesting. I don't know. I couldn't do it. I had to be on hold with the ATO for 40 minutes. Oh, and that yeah. was doing it uh, last January. So I imagine if you're doing it now, get prepared to hold on, be on hold for a lot longer. Yeah. And yeah. then basically there, if you're working and you're working getting paid properly... Yep. Um, make sure you are. Yeah, uh, your employer should automatically be reporting all of that to the ATO. Yep. And by now, your employer should have verified all of that information with the ATO, so your income statement is tax-ready. And from there, it's really easy to do. The ATO just kind of does it all for you. You chuck in any deductions you might have, like your Radiothon donation. Yes. You know I deducted that immediately. But um, And then spits out a number, hits a bit, takes a few days, and you get it. It's yeah. really easy. Make sure your statement does say ready, though, because if a statement isn't ready, you can still lodge your return, but it's not fully ready. Yeah, it, it will it will warn you, but yeah. also all employers were supposed to have it done by July 14th, so yeah. it should be done. Which but is in why case they suggest wait until the 30th of July when everything should be well, ready, but you have yeah. until the 31st of October. Halloween! You, you have a long time to do it. So you can have a double scare on the... 31st yeah. when you realise it's Halloween and I haven't done my tax return. <laughs> well, make sure you do it because you do get a pretty nice return, which will be good depending on how much you make. But of course, this year was mm. uh, the first year where the low to middle income tax offset was discontinued. 
Yeah. What does that mean, Naya? Well, it was introduced in the 2018-19 budget and gave low- and middle-income range earners a tax benefit, which could be up to $1,500 based on the earnings, and it was anyone between earning between $37,000 and $126,000. And the different ranges gave you different um, amounts of money. Uh, And it was claimed by more than 10 million people, according to the ATO, in the 20 to 21 financial year. But as of the 30th of June 2022, it ran out and there is no more. uh, I felt that. Yeah, I felt that hard. Income tax offset. (laughs) Yeah, so that's that's not happening anymore. Um, Yeah. And and that's one of the reasons people are saying that their tax return may be lower this year. Um, And obviously, like... A lot of a lot of places are saying just you know be mindful that every year your tax can change um, based on your debts, uh, different tax return details, pre-filled data, income deductions. It can change. It's a fluctuating number. It's also really good to keep an eye on what you can and can't deduct. Yes. Um, because there's very weird rules with it. The ATO has some really helpful guides on it. Um, I think they're just a Google search away. And also when you're doing your deductions on your tax return in MyGov, uh, they, they do give you those guide links like right there if you need them. Um, but it's like there's this very like strange rules. Like I like I was told that I could, de- when I used to work in the city and I used to work late nights in the city, I'd drive. I was told I could deduct my parking. You can't do that. Oh. And I'm really glad I figured that out before I deducted it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but it's also good to keep in mind because it can help you increase your tax return. And that's really good. And, you know, cost of living. We need as much money as we can right now. Yeah. So, absolutely. yeah. So, Naya, you're waiting until the end of July to do your tax return. Yeah. I've I'll already wait. done mine so too late and I've got that tax return money. I'm loving it right now. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm loving it. But, yeah, when I did my tax return, it told me how much I was getting back. I felt like it should have been more. But... It was probably that low to middle income, low to middle income tax offset. What possibly? Yeah. Probably, but yeah. What are you going to spend your tax return on? Um. Well, flights to Canberra. Well, there we go. There we go. <laughs> there we Let's go. Let's go to Canberra. Let's go to Canberra. Send represent to Canberra. Yes. But yeah. Um. That's all the time we have for today, I believe. It is. We've so that's all done. Fast oh, show. Oh, we're doing five minutes. There We've, you go. But yeah. If the... also. If you liked any of the music we played, which of course you did, oh, of course, you can listen to the ho- those part of what Sin calls the Sweet Sixteen, which um despite Turns out popular it's not belief, on at sixteen o'clock, but it is on at um I believe it is um I just got to refresh myself on the time, but I believe it's seven o'clock on Sundays, I think maybe can can I'm trying to find a confirmation on uh, that be, right it'll now be on the wall. Oh, it will be um. For so those wondering, we have a schedule on Why the wall next to us. Six o'clock on Sundays. Yeah, six o'clock on Sundays, and it's got... That's um, not 16 o'clock, is it? No. No, it's not. It's 18 o'clock. 18 o'clock. got to be the Sweet well, 18. It be the Sweet 18. But yeah, eight, eight local tracks, eight international tracks, and two feature albums. Um, really great stuff. So give it a listen if you liked any of the music we played here, and they also do release the playlist. I believe it's on the Sin Instagram, so have a look. Um, so if you liked any of our music on there, tune into Sweet Sixteen Sundays at six. Will you be tuning in on Sunday? Of course, Sunday at I'll six? be tuning in Sundays at six. Naya, will you be tuning in Sundays at six? Absolutely. And that's right here on Sin. Yep. And if you do want to hit us up about any of the stories we got, weigh in. Please tweet us. We love attention. We at do. Sin represent. We do. We really do. Um, Feel free to message yeah. us on on the socials. Message us let anyway. Let us know what you thought. Send us a hate tweet if you want. You know what? That would make us feel like we're succeeding because if people 
Like, we've got people who like us, but they're mostly yeah. our family members. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so we yes. need some people who don't. Exactly. So send us a hate tweet, at SinRepresent. We're also on threads now, at SinRepresent. Yes. Listen to the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Just search up Represent or Represent Sin. It comes up. And we'll be back next week with Bridie and Naya and I, hopefully all three of us. With some interviews. With a very... No spoilers. We, do, we're not revealing the interview not today. Not yet. Not yet. But not is yet. it confirmed? Do we definitely have it next week? We probably have a interview or maybe two. It's not 100 We don't confirmed. know what's going but on. if we don't have either of them, we'll just have to pull someone in off the street. Hello, would you like to be on Would you like radio? to be... We'll, we'll call someone again. Yes, we will call someone again. And... That's, that's it for us. Remember as always, to... Yeah. Remember to... Stay Stay political. political. See you next week. Goodbye. You've been listening to a Sin Media Podcast, where young people run the show.